Whoop whoop whoop. Hello, my friend. How are you? Um, I watched the documentary of a, a, a Dutch singer who's become famous over the past two years, and they made a Netflix uh, documentary about him. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know anything about the person. I just know his music. I love his music. And I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll see, you know. But he's one of those people that was, like, not famous. They were just making music for the fun of it. And then, like, boom, Chakalaka became famous. <laughs> and it always scares me a little bit. And not, like, scares me, but it always worries me a little bit when people become famous really quickly. You know, like, um, they forget what comes with being famous. Like, you see these, like, child-child stars, right? Like, um, or who become, like, who start as stars as children. Demi Lovato, um, Taylor Swift, the Jonas Brothers. And just like every other teenager, they go through these massive phases. Because when you're a teenager, you go through massive phases. The problem is, though, that they do it in public. And they don't they don't ask for anybody else's opinion on their life. They don't need anybody else's opinion or want their opinions on their life. And yet they get all these unasked opinions. And so it always fascinates me when they make a documentary. Because I'm like... Are you sure you want to show all this? Like with um, just Justin Bieber does this sometimes too. Like he makes these doku or doku series, and I'm like, are you sure you want to share more of your life with us? Like, don't you want to keep it private? But then at the same time, you see, like I think it's some in some ways it's like um, making people who are not famous aware that hey, being famous has its downside too. You know how there are all these people who are like, I'm gonna become famous. And then I'm like, no thank you. Like, no, 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 no. No, just don't, like, don't put my face anywhere. Please, thank you. <laughs> like, I, I'm very happy not being famous. And I I get that when famous people become famous, they're like, thank you, I love this, this is amazing. And at the same time, this is horrible. I don't want this. I want my private life back. Because it's not that you give it up, but it's that it gets taken away from you. At least for a part, you know, where people are like, I became famous and I lost part of my privacy. Because people think they can just write anything and everything about me. And that's the thing, right? If you're not famous, nobody cares enough to write anything about you. They, they don't care enough to put any time and effort in. And you don't realize how much of a blessing that is. Until that gets taken away. Because, hey, it's the paparazzi. It was there before the internet, but the internet made it worse. Or more crazy. And so, it it's just, it's so interesting to think about, right? It's like all these people, or it used to be. I don't, I don't hear it that often anymore, actually. But it used to be the people really wanted to become famous. And now, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I don't I, I think I don't know some people might do it for the fame I think most people don't do it for the fame they do it because it's their dream like if you make music yes all these fans come with building up your dream because otherwise you don't have a dream you, or you don't get your dream you know you can make music but you can't live of your music if you don't have enough fans so in a weird way you have to be you have to become famous to be able to live of your dream but your dream will take away your private or part of your privacy. And 
making a documentary this is what i love about the taylor swift documentaries as well and the, the even though like there's so many people who are like they didn't show this much they didn't tell this much it's fine like honestly it's not your life it's not your decision what they're gonna give up you're not the paparazzi you don't owe them and they don't owe you anything they're not supposed to tell you everything that's going on in their life no no that's crap like what the heck you're not entitled to any part of their life or any knowledge about their business it's their life it's their business you just you get to see it hey just be grateful for that if you want to see it i love this because i was like thank you for just once again showing that famous people are just people they're just people i love that like honestly for me i just love the um there's one song in this um so the artist is his artist name is snelle his real name is lars but um one song which is also the title of the movie is without a jacket like going outside without a jacket basically like zonder jas naar buiten um and the the way they start with that song until the end where it's actually the song that's now out i'm like whoa you know you know i don't know if you know like i heard i heard this amazing quote a professional writer is an amateur who didn't quit in the beginning stuff can suck <laughs> like no joke it can be crap and then you can be like oh this is terrible or you can be like no it's not it's definitely not done yet <laughs> like it needs a lot more work and people can be either like oh this is this needs so much more work or it's almost finished and you bleed there like no but it's not right yet and then when you get to that point where it is right and you've know you know this if you've ever written a story written a poem made a song done anything creative in your life made a painting like come on you know this and then there's the point where it clicks and it fits and you're like ah it's done it it it's right it's right now just don't touch it anymore <laughs> you know you know just, don't touch it it's done don't touch it it's it's finished it's good it's how i wanted it i couldn't see it before but now that i see it i know it's right like don't touch it and <laughs> we've all had this moment right where we're like no 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 don't touch it it's finished it's done it's exactly the way i wanted it to be and it took me a while <laughs> and it's it's such a cool process i love watching that kind of stuff like watching things come to life from like a simple small starting point and then just grow into this big deal and then end up being such a beautiful piece of art or just a, a project that starts with like a really small just a nugget of like hey this this could be cool like a little seed and you plant it and then it grows and it grows and it becomes this awesome thing and it either helps a lot of people reaches a lot of people does a lot of good you know fixes a problem like it's so cool so what i'm really curious about is whether you've ever listened to a dutch artist or how many like if you're not from the netherlands how many dutch names do you know <laughs> because this is such a fascinating question to me um when i was in the us and canada all these people were like yeah i'm second generation this i'm third generation that and i was like all right all right you person i'm just i'm just dutch i'm very happy just being dutch all right like i'm good and 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 i met these people who were like yeah i'm second generation or third generation dutch and i was like 
so what's your last name? And they had changed their last name into something English sounding because the people couldn't say it. <laughs> and then I was like, so do you know any Dutch? And they were like, no. There was a, oh my goodness, there was a Dutch shop, literally. Stroopwafels, like um, paper notes and all the Dutch, the typical Dutch stuff. Recipes were stumpled. And my friend went there and she she'd asked, she was like, so does anybody here speak Dutch? And they were all like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness, what? <laughs> they have a Dutch shop, how can you not be speaking Dutch? It, it's, it was so hilarious to me. Anyway, I'm really curious. Do you know any Dutch artists? Any Dutch song? Any Dutch name? Like, just even random names that are, like, random people that are Dutch. <laughs> like, do you know any? If if the first thing that comes up in your head is a soccer player, I am disappointed. <laughs> it makes me sad if that is true. <laughs> I am not a soccer fan. It's fine, though, because it's at least one name. But um, you should definitely check out this um, musician, basically, that the, the Netflix documentary is about. Snelle. Because he's... Like... You know how fame sometimes sweeps people off their feet and then just carries them and floats them off and they're like, what is happening? <laughs> but like, let me get, grab my friends. Like, let me just turn back, grab my friends and my family and let's go. And that's this kind of, you know, it's like, oh, we started with all of us. Because you know how through life you lose friends and you make new friends. And making new friends is awesome and losing friends can be really hard but what's really cool is those friends that you have for life you know the friends you met when you were like two or four or when you were like 12 and then you met them because you randomly reached out or you you just you know you sat next to each other and that's why you were friends because that's that's what you do as kids you sit next to each other and well you become friends it's that simple and it always makes me sad when I hear people say, like, I, I, pardon, <coughs> I lost the ability to just make friends. And I'm like, no, just talk to each other. Just send a message. I, I remember, I remember in the third year of high school. So in the Netherlands, you have elementary school till you're 12. And then high school starts 12 to whichever age you finish. finish and I fin finished at 18. It was like FVO. So it was like pre-uni high school. Um, and in the second to third year, I got this, n n the number of a girl that I thought she was really cool. And I was like, I would love for her to be my friend. And I, I don't even remember how I got her number, but we were both, I think we were like in the same group chat or something. Maybe that's when WhatsApp started. I don't know. Um, but I, I had her number and I was like, I think she's really cool. And I would love to just talk to her. And I was like, but I'm such a nobody. Like, nobody knows me. Nobody, like, I'm, I'm from my little village. She's from, like, the village next to the big city. So, the big city. Like, in where I grew up, that was a big city. Now, <laughs> when <laughs> where I'm studying, they're like, that's a city? What are you talking about? And I'm like, no, no, no. It was really big when I grew up. <laughs> Because it was like I grew up with like eighteen hundred people around me in my village, and then we cycled for forty five minutes to get to the big city where we went to high school, and then at the end of the day we would cycle back forty five minutes. So halfway there, so like 
30 minutes in, we would cycle through this other village. And that's where she lived. And to me, she was like, you know, like, <laughs> when you don't know if you have any style as a kid, and you look up to these people who, like, look so put together, so um just like well organized and all that stuff and i found out i don't i don't remember how i think she talked no i don't think we'd ever talked before that it's like it's like randomly asking someone out on a date who's never talked to you it's like that random but i i thought she was so cool that i was like you know what Yurka? just have some guts just go for it and so i messaged her about the script or about books one of the two and we got to talking and we never stopped and she now lives in a different city we have you know completely different lives but we text and we were there for each other and well her grandma recently died and we last week we had a or like this past week we had a really heavy week with my grandpa's death and we're always there for each other we're always you know like going and connecting and we're never out of each other's life because we know that whenever we show up again or whenever we text each other again, we'll be good. Like there's no, there's no time limit to how long we, a, a, like a maximum time limit of how long we can be apart and that it's not good anymore when we're together. It's always good. Whether we talk every day, every week or twice a month, it's always good. And what you see in this doku is as well like hey these friends you gotta put in the time put in the effort but if you do they're for life and yes there are rough patches just like any relationship there are rough patches and you get to choose whether you work through them figure it out together or whether you break it and they chose to figure it out together and i i love that you know it's it just it makes me so happy um yeah i i really just love this story also because this <laughs> this guy's from a village <laughs> and i just you know like he lives in the countryside and in the netherlands you really have you have the north the east and the south and you have the west and the west always feels like they look down on the north the east and the south whereas to me where i grew up we all look down on the West because the West, when I was growing up, okay, just keep this in mind, but they were arrogant, they didn't understand life. <laughs> this is literally, they, I remember these stories, these city people who didn't understand that milk doesn't come out of the supermarket, it comes from a cow. And like me growing up in a village, I was like, oh my goodness, are you serious? Like my uncle has a farm and my grandpa has chickens and goats and you know like we all grew up with animals around us everywhere and just playing outside it was like what what is happening and later in life i mean this also probably isn't that nice but i felt pity for them because it's like oh my goodness you never understood the beauty of living in the countryside you don't understand it how sad <laughs> and i'm still a little bit like that because i'm like no i will end up at the countryside like i will not live in the city forever it's too busy it's like one of the songs from sundays as well like there's clean air in the north there's not that much clean air in the south or in the in the west and now i'm studying in the north in the 
in the east but i'm studying in a city and even there like i can't sometimes i cycle um you know at like a crossing with all these cars and all the traffic lights and i'm just like oh the air is so horrible here i can't handle this i love village life I moved to the city because I wanted to study and I will move to another city because I want to study and then well honestly then I don't know yet where I'll go but after that when I when if ever <laughs> I hope so but when I'll buy a house it will be somewhere countryside like there will be space I need green fields of grass I just need farms tractors like I just need animals around me. Just like to, like in the morning when I wake up, I want to hear the birds. And I just want a chicken or a rooster to, to make some sounds. I want a dog and a cat who's like meow at six in the morning like ours used to do. That's the kind of life I want. And that might not be like the big city glamour life that other people want. And that's totally fine by me. I don't need that. I'm very happy never having that. Anyway. Do you sometimes think that you're so put together and then <laughs> you do something clumsy and you hit your head or you hit your chin and you're like, okay, reality check, gotcha, figure, yep, gotcha, no worries, I'm totally, you know, I'm set right, I have completely understood the message here, <laughs> like, I, I love this when he was, like, pecking, oh, I say that a lot this episode, that like, oh, that's so annoying. Um, when he was packing his boxes to move to his house and he just unfolded the box and like hit his chin and I was I'm not gonna say the word oh my goodness I said it so much already and I was thinking whoa that was a good save and I was thinking that would be me yeah have you ever had those days where you're like, I'm so good, I'm so confident, pa 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 pa, and then your head hits something, or your your toe hits a, either a chair or a table, and you're just like, ow! <laughs> you make these sounds that you're like, Wah! and then you're thinking by yourself, nope, 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 I'm not that, I'm not that great, <laughs> I'm just an idiot, just like everybody else, yeah. Just a person, just like everybody else. So yeah, what do you, what do you think of documentaries of famous people? I like them a lot, but not all the time. I didn't like the one from Beyonce, for example, because it didn't. Uh, this might sound stupid, but it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Like I watched the documentary and I was like, trying to follow the storyline and I couldn't find it. And my fr and so I quit after like half an hour. I was like, oh my goodness, I can't handle this. Like, it, it, what the heck is happening with the story headline? And my friend was like, yeah, I watched it. And I was like, did you watch it all the way through? She was like, yeah, it wasn't good. And I was like, so you watched it all the way through? And it was like two and a half, three hours, something like that. And she said, yeah, I finished it. It wasn't good. <laughs> I literally was sitting there being like, but... Why did you watch it all the way if it wasn't good? Like, why didn't you quit after half an hour? And she said, eh, didn't have anything else to do. This is, by the way, a problem. Now that people don't do new hobbies, because their old hobbies fell away, right? Because of COVID. Uh, same for me. But they don't get new hobbies. Now they watch all these series that they don't even like. 
And I'm like, wait, what? Why would you do that? Maybe get a new hobby. I'm still trying to make my hobbies work. It's not, it's not working. I'm trying desperately. It's not working. I'm still trying to listen to Spanish every morning. Not working. I'm trying to... Oh, oh I really want to learn these five poems by heart. I think that's a cool thing. If you can just... Um, like, if you can sp like spit out a poem randomly, I think that's a cool trick. Some people do magic tricks. Yeah, I've never been able to do any of those. I haven't put in the time either as well, so, mm, to be honest. But I think it's cool if people can just, like, and and just start running a poem and saying it in a, you know, in a, like, a poetic way and all that stuff. <coughs> and then, and then they're just like, boop, that's the poem of this and this person called that and that. Good luck looking it up. And you're just amazed, just standing there amazed, like, what? What, what just happens? And I really want to learn, like, this poem, Don't Quit by John Greenleaf Whittier and some Erin Hansen uh, poems, because she's awesome. I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but E.H., Erin uh, Hansen, she is just the coolest poet I know. She's my fave. Like, there are... <laughs> we need to stop saying that word. There are... You know how there are poets where you like one or two of their poems? Yeah, Erin Hansen just has so many amazing poems. Go on Pinterest and just type in her name and it will just fly down and you'll be like, what happens? <laughs> How did I miss all of this amazing poetry? Yeah, it's awesome. I highly recommend. Anyway, I do like doc documentaries of artists where they, where they filmed the creation of either an album or... Um, you know, of how they became famous and how they dealt with it. Basically, here's the starting points, and here's the end point, and they show the progression. Or here's the problem, and they show their way to the solution. That's what I like. But that's that's with so many things, right? That's when you read a book, you start with a problem, you end up with a solution. If it's a crappy book, you have a solution, and you end up with a problem. That's a shitty book. And if you have a eh book, you and you start with a problem and then you kind of solved it, but not really, or in like a really shitty way, you know. So it's kind of the same with documentaries to me, but it it depends on the artist as well. Like you have to, that's the thing, right? In documentaries, it's harder to hide your true personality. So if you don't have a great personality, you'll not be liked enough to watch the whole documentary through. And of course, people have to enjoy just your music to watch your documentary. Because I wouldn't watch a documentary of a um, a rapper who just raps about topics that I don't want to hear about. <laughs> you know, these rappers who just rap about these topics that I'm like, that's not Kids shouldn't be listening to this, and then, and then they have a documentary, and I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm all right. Although I don't know any of, or no, I don't, I don't listen to them, so I don't, uh, I don't know if they have any documentaries. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, it was an example. Anyways, just let's keep it at that. 
But for example, if the scripts would now come out with a documentary of like the past 10 or 20 years, I would be on because today my ticket got cancelled like completely, like it's never happening or this show is not happening in the Netherlands. And I was like, no, <laughs> because we were so looking forward to it and we'd been moving it for two years now, which is sad, but it's, I mean, I get it and it's not the worst thing in the world, right? I will always have their music, so that's the most important thing. But um. Yeah, if they came out with a documentary right now, I would be watching that right now because I'm like such a fan. So, is there any artist that you would want to see a documentary of? What I mostly just want to leave you with is listen to some music from this artist because he's good. If you don't speak any Dutch, that's all right. Turn on the subtitles and learn some Dutch. The songs are good. I highly recommend. I've been listening to Spanish music because I also want to learn Spanish, but also because it sounds so from the heart, you know? It sounds just there's there's this this feeling in the, for me at least there's this feeling in the Spanish language but also in the Spanish music that just it gets brought over from heart to heart. Not just through the words and the melody, but from heart to heart. The way they sing it, it gets into your heart. And um, yeah, I think that if you experience different music in different languages, you'll get a broader view on music, but also on life and the way people tell their stories. Because this newest album from Snella really captures life as well. And that's a cool thing that doesn't always happen in music and albums. Because some some music is just shallow. I don't like listening to that. But, you know, there is music like that. And sometimes you need that music. Hey, kudos to you. I have the same. Sometimes you need just a beat, no, like, <laughs> no depth kind of music. But most of the time you want some music with some depth in it and a good rhythm and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend you check him out. He's awesome. Um, we're big fans, at least in our house. We hope one day to be able to go to a concert of his when that's possible again. Um, but yeah, I I didn't know anything about him as a person. I'm not an obsessed fangirl of anybody. I think that's weird. Sorry if you are one. Um, but these people are just people. They need their lives and they really don't need you to mess with their lives. Um, but, um... Yeah, watch the documentary. You'll see some cool bits and pieces. But mostly just check out his music. Because he's, he's a great musician. You know? He sings well and he sings relatable music. And he just sings about life. And it's really nice. So, um, I highly recommend. I wish you the best. We have King's Day in a couple of days. So my parents got our, us... Um, Orange Tumpuzen. I don't know if you know those. Look those up too. They're great. They taste amazing. And normally they're pink. But on King's Day or the days before it, they're orange. So we'll be eating that. And I'll be trying to remember one of the poems I'm trying to. Um, I don't know if you know this poem. But Aaron Hansen has this poem. Welcome to society. It's hilarious. Um, but also true. So, and it also fits with this movie. So you better um, check that out, my friend. And then until next time, have a beautiful day.